0: Hello and welcome to the Monkey Business Podcast from Van Monkey. I'm your host, Adam Baker. Today I'm talking with Tony Mellish, fleet and new commercial vehicle sales leader at Evans Halshaw Ford. We know that cars are going electric, but how many of us are aware of the different electric vans on offer? Well, one of, if not the most famous van, other than Dick Van Dyke, Van Gogh and Jean-Claude Van Damme, is the Ford Transit. So for an electric one to be in the mix, it has to be good. Tony and I spoke money, practicality, and what the Ford E-Transit is actually like to drive. And I interviewed him as we took a ride around the block. So, without further ado, Tony Mellish, the Ford E-Transit, and me, Adam from Van Monkey. Uh, the E-Transit is aimed at everyone, really,
1: uh, You know, from your carpet fitter to, to your brickie. Um It is designed to still do the same job as a normal transit, mm. um, just being more greener.
0: Mm. And how, how important is that? to the current fans of the Ford Transit?
1: You know, there will be a time where everyone's going to have an all-electric vehicle, mm. um, but the heritage is still there for Ford, you know, where they've built the vehicle, so it's it's just progressing and learning with time, and it's getting people to drive it, and mm. they appreciate it
0: then. So, I mean, you touched on the heritage there of the, the Ford Transit, I and mean, it has been dubbed the backbone of Britain. So, how important do you think it was to keep the Ford E-Transit in line with the Ford Transit of old,
1: very important. I would say, um, you know, people, you know, the Transit's been the best-selling vehicle since it's been out. Um, people buy the Transit for what it can do, for the for the tool it is, and the vehicle they are. So, mm-hmm. as much as Ford wanted to um, create an all-vehicle, they didn't want to take away. You know, it's not broke, people love it. So why would you change it? But they understood that. If they're going to build it they've got to do it right mm. so hence why they've probably been a bit slow to the party compared to other manufacturers yeah but it's now a class leading vehicle so
0: you know and what what's your favorite thing about the 4d transit
1: for me um a couple of things that the main thing for me is the drive is is superb um, you know it's so smooth it's not clunky it's relaxing you know you haven't got that diesel noise um it, there's no gear change it's just mm. one gear all the way through but at the same time it, it's still the tool you know, so it's still got the same payloads you can get, it's still got the same height and and load space in the back, so there probably isn't one set thing but many, many different things. Mm.
0: So what are the benefits of an electric van?
1: Um, Well, straight away obviously you're going greener for the planet, Mm. Um, the cost saving and the whole life cost is is remarkable, we had a customer that's come out of a diesel, gone into an all electric, Came and saw us again a couple of weeks ago, and you know he was spending 150 pound mm. a week on diesel. Um, he spends two pound a night now on his smart meter. Yeah. So just alone on the on the savings you're going to get.
0: You can see how that's hugely beneficial. Oh yeah, from, definitely. It's going to cost point. You yeah.
1: know, for, for for many companies, you know, from, from a one man, one van person to you know someone that has 10, 20, 30 vans. Mm. As long as that distance uh, and the range does the job that you need it to do. Yeah, it's going to save you a lot of
0: money. And speaking of range and, I suppose, leading into charge times and things like that, those are the the worries people have with electric vehicles. Yeah,
1: so as much as I can't tell you how much it's going to cost you, Mm. if that makes sense, I can only go on what people say. Obviously, I don't know your electric tariffs and stuff like that, but like I said, that customer there who spending £150 a week, he's now spending around about £2 a night, apparently, on the overnight charge. Charge-wise, uh, you can get a quick charge, which will take it from 15%, um, and then within about 38 minutes, you'll get up to 80%. Mm-hmm. So, stop at service, get a coffee. Yeah. Um, you would not be far off being pretty much fully or well, 80% charged again. So, mm-hmm. it's going to be an education going from you know a traditional combustion engine to an electric, um, and that's where people will differ. You know, if you're going on a long journey, you've got to plan it better. You've got to, mm-hmm. you know, see where your stop-off points are. And stuff like that, but if you're just doing local trips, you, you should be fine.
0: Yeah, and we were mentioning previously that you know the, the way that vehicles follow, so cars follow F1 cars, and it seems to be that vans are kind of following cars the technology side of cars. Obviously, a van is a van, it's got the load space, and yeah, everything, but the actual infotainment systems and, and things like that.
1: Yeah definitely there's there's a lot you can get like on, on one of the demos we'll go out in shortly you know you've got the surround parking, you've got 360 cameras, you've got a rear view smart camera now so people that are missing that rear view camera from a car you now can get such a thing uh, in a van, uh, blind spot indicators, self parking, the list is endless, if anything there's probably more options on a van than there is on some cars just because of some of the jobs some of the vehicles have to do, yeah um, Yeah. so yeah the the, the the list is is endless for yeah. a better word to so.
0: Right, should we go and have a look at one then? Yeah, yeah, sounds good. So when you're setting off, how does it feel different to a standard transit? It's just um,
1: it's it, it's just all there. you know, I mean, you ain't got to find the bite. You know, if it was a manual, um, there's instant power, there's self braking, um, and and you'll feel shortly. Obviously, it's just it's just smoother. As you can mm. tell. There's no noise. Um, the only noise we got is the fan going on. It's, it's literally there's nothing there. So. Um, just makes life better. You got the features on here as well. From you can have your your driving modes from normal, eco, slippery. You can set your charge settings. How much you've got in it? What distance? Charging locations? It's just learning how to use that stuff.
0: I yeah. Suppose, yeah. Well, it's a it's an entirely different thing. I was I was speaking to someone last week that was saying that. Um, we used to have Nokia 3310s and charge them once a week, and yeah. then now we've got iPhones, and you know they need charge every 20 minutes. You know, it's <laughs> yeah. Just, but, but yeah, we we accept that because of all the functionality that iPhones have, and you know all that means for us now. And we use them for for everything. So it's it's a similar mindset, I think, to to changing to an electric vehicle. Absolutely, yeah, I'd agree. So that's
1: probably a good scenario to put. It, it's it's literally um, everything, you know. The, Vans that came out, or, or electric vehicles that probably came out five, six years ago, had you know, didn't have enough range, and people saying they needed more than I don't know 50 miles or whatever they did. And, and you know, and to be fair to the manufacturers, it costs a lot of money, and they've, they've listened and tried to develop it. And again, I think that's half the reason Ford didn't want to rush the Transit. It is the leading commercial vehicle, so they didn't want to bring something out that you know that couldn't follow that heritage, follow follow the suit. Yeah. Um. And the e-customs during the beginning of 2024, um, that's meant to have an extra 100 mile range on top of this, so mm. this book says 196, that's meant to be pretty much just under 300, Yeah. again depending on payloads, weights, weather scenarios etc, but, mm. but yeah, so it's like you said, it's just going to develop and develop
0: and develop. Um, what, what range do you think vans, vehicles need to get to for people to accept that it's enough because, I mean, a lot, that's what I'm seeing from a lot of people is that they say that it's, it's not enough, but maybe they're not actually looking at their driving and how far they're driving daily anyway. But you know, how, how far does a battery need to be able to take you for it, for it to be accepted as enough?
1: This should do, um, well, it says just under 200 miles. So most people, you see most of the vans around here, they're, you know, they're couriers, they're construction people, they're, you know, they're that kind of thing. That doing do if they're honest. They've just got to get the head round, is that you ain't gonna have a petrol station at the end of each street or something. Yeah. You've got to either plan where you're gonna charge it, um, which is the next problem for a lot of companies, you know. Some some drivers take their vans home with them, mm. so then who pays for the charge? Yeah. Um, you know, because now at the moment they have fuel cards and go and fuel it up or whatever. Um some construction workers, you know, when they go and start their job and it's a field they're going to charge their vans yeah it, it, it's they've just got to have a different mindset now of how how we can get around it because like we said it, it's it's going to happen it, you know it's it, it's law soon so yeah. it's, it's it's going to happen and um, people just need to re-educate i think we touched on earlier if you're doing a journey down to southampton you've got a plan where you're going to stop for your coffee yeah. you know has it got a, a a supercharger so you can do it in under 40 minutes um you know are you going to a hotel that's got a charge point different scenario so it's I think the range like I said this should do um, well it says just under 200 miles so again let's be honest if you're fully loaded it's probably going to be more like and it's middle of winter and you've got every heating thing on you know, it's going to be more like under 150 I would suggest. Um, but. With electric vehicles as well, the precondition is a very important thing. So precondition, you could be having your morning brew before you leave the house. You can off the Ford Pro app, set it to warm the battery. Mm-hmm. So while it's still plugged in your wall, so in theory you're using your house electricity or the mains electricity and not the battery electricity and get it to warm up. Cause that'd be the biggest drain. If you think December, snowing, whatever cold weather it is and temperature, the first thing you can do is if you jumped in it, like you're probably doing in your own car, you'll put your heated seats on, all the heater on and all that. If you're preconditioning while it's still plugged in the wall, you're not using your vehicle charge. Yeah. And it's a quick way to suddenly not drop 10% of your charge because you've switched everything on. Um, it's things like that, you've just got to re-educate yourself. Um, the Mackie the guy that drives the Mackie at work, exactly the same, he just preconditions it. Yeah. So it, 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 he hasn't got to worry about that. And suddenly dropping 10%, and he's only gone around the corner or something. So it's just a
0: re-education. Yeah, it's probably the best bet. Do you think that uh, that the more could come from government or from manufacturers, or where, where do you think that education? Um, I think it's going to
1: be th- the vehicle-wise, it'll have to be from the manufacturer mm. or the dealership. Um, every manufacturer has their own little nice tweaks and bits and bobs, so it's going to be what what your vehicle can do. Yeah. Um, and then progress it from there so like i said on this one they've got the ford uh, pro app and um, you know in that from like the sat nav to tell you where the charge points are to pre-conditioning your vehicle while it's still plugged in at home um, you can check quality checks the vehicle starts to understand how you're driving and, and goes into settings and notice what sort of journeys you're doing and all that so yeah it'd probably be a manufacturer
0: item i'd suggest so. yeah and in terms of driving feel see i mean we're at a set of lights now, so normally in a, in a Ford transit a diesel, how would that feel off the lights compared to how this feels off the lights
1: uh, well, this is just quicker and smoother there's no lag there's no going into second gear, going into third gear it's just one instant power, so if anything, you probably have to be more careful because mm. if you're not used to it and you put your foot down like you're driving a smaller engine diesel or something like that. You, you might have a bit of a shock, so yeah. it's um, yeah, it's an instant power, but it's well you'll see shortly. It's, it's just smoother, quicker. Just go. It's a three and a half ton van, but you wouldn't think it was. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's very very nice. We have just got the world's longest lights, <laughs> <laughs> um, but it, it, it's smooth. You know, it's got the auto stop, handbrake, and stuff as well. You know, we're at forty mile an hour. We haven't done anything really. You know what I mean? So. It it is almost like car acceleration,
0: isn't it? I mean, it it is.
1: It's the same. I believe it's the same um, systems and stuff that's gone into like the Ford Mach-E and and stuff like that. It's it's all very similar. So, again, I'm assuming it's going to be the same when it comes to the the new Custom when it's out in 2024, and probably similar with the Courier. Have
0: you driven other electric vehicles?
1: Uh, So I've I've drove. the Mackie. I've drove a Tesla. I've drove the Mercedes Sprinter mm-hmm. or, or e-Sprinter. Um, now, to be fair to them, that that's been out a few years now. Mm-hmm. Um, but but the difference is phenomenal. Yeah. Um, their full range is 90 miles on book. So realistically, let's be honest, you're probably talking 50, 60. Yeah. Um, which I do think is, you know, if you've got a vehicle like this, as much as I was saying earlier, it'd be local people. But even local people, probably around the city, of Wolfhampton, Birmingham, that kind of thing, mm. do not take them long yeah. to do 50, 60 mile an hour. Yeah. And then I can understand why people get range anxiety then, because it's, you know, I want to get home. You've got to be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I want to get home and I'm <laughs> gone anyway. It's like a, um, you know, but where, like you said, this let's, let's say 150, 160 then, uh, with the same percentage. I mean, that's, you know, that's, that's like I have drove to, Southward and back, and um, the guy got some phone, um, fence panels and stuff around town. You know, we haven't charged it, and it's still our one's still got like 70% on it. Mm. Um, so yeah, it should be. I think I think it's good news, uh, and like you said, in time,
0: um, it's just going to improve. Like it's, it's relatively in its infancy, isn't it? I mean, I know you can say electric vehicles have been around for a while, but it was kind of milk floats and. And things like that, but actual uh, proper electric cars uh, in the mainstream, electric vans in the mainstream, has been what 10, 10 years, 10 15 yeah.
1: years? Yeah, I'd agree. You know, the Tesla were the first ones, weren't they? Really started shouting about it and putting it in a Nissan Leaf, and mm. you know, and you go back to them, the first Nissan Leafs I think did 40 miles if you're lucky or something. Yeah. You know, they're they're three figures now, aren't they? And, yeah. uh, Tesla seem to have cracked it, you know, most of theirs do over 300 miles and whatnot. Um, again, depending on your driving ways. Mm. Um, and commercials has been a bit slow on it. Um, there's a few out there now, don't get me wrong, and there's, well, there's, a, there's a lot more coming every time. Um, but people are always concerned about the range. And I get it, if it only does 60, 70 miles, then yeah, I would be as well, because it's not gonna, I couldn't get to work and back, You know, if it only did 60 miles, it'd be. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it needs to be three figures this one does a decent size for the size of the vehicle. Like I said, it's class leading um, against all its competitors. Um, And I'm I'm pretty much guessing that the Custom will be as well when that comes out in
0: 2024. Mm. I mean, there's uh, the partnership between Volkswagen and Ford isn't there for the commercial vehicle side and we're going to see that with the E-Transit Custom and the... uh
1: Yeah, so the the partnership, I believe, is more on the electric side, like you rightly said, mm. but I'll be honest, we don't know much more yet. Yeah, <laughs> they, they haven't. We know there's a partnership. They haven't disputed it. And, you know, they're in partnership with the new four x fours, the new Ranger, and the new Amarok. Mm-hmm. And when they come, I don't yeah. think it's anything to do with the actual, the shell of the vehicle, shall we say?
0: Yeah.
1: Just the, the platform. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I mean, sound-wise, when you're in here, as you say, you can't really. i, mean, I can hear the indicator. <laughs> Um, yeah <laughs> it seems louder than than it's, it normally would so we've got no radio or anything on and it's still you can hear a very faint almost like a hum
1: yeah so the hum is they've got to do a um there's going to be a slight sound at low speeds and mm-hmm. um, f- for blind people or because you ain't got that engine noise anymore so people are yeah. still aware um, there's a vehicle coming the hum's meant to switch off i believe around about 20 miles an hour 15 20 miles an hour mm-hmm. so it, I think it's going to slightly increase so people can hear it and then obviously gets that speed and mutes itself kind of
0: yeah. thing, so. Um, kind of car park speeds, that kind yeah, of uh, yeah, thing. Yeah, definitely,
1: you know, if you're pulling out your driveway and, and you know, like you said, going around the car park or a few high streets or something like that. Have you had any thoughts about an electric vehicle yourself? Uh, yeah, yeah, um, I run a, a custom double cabin van at the moment, uh, so to be honest, when Ford bring out the e-custom. Uh, and hopefully do a five-seater then I'll be looking to have one myself um, it works for me I do about 60 miles a day so the range wouldn't be a problem for myself you know I'd probably get a full if we go with the figures a, a full charge should do me the week mm-hmm. um, so monetary saving on fuel uh, greener smoother more relaxing drive I can't say why people wouldn't yeah um, so it's, it, but it will be really education for me because I've never had an electric vehicles, so when I do go on family holidays, it will be that planning that we mentioned earlier about you know you need to plan your routes where can you stop, you know to have a, a snack with the kids and have a, a charge up. Yeah. Um, but no, I'll definitely be interested in having one. What do you see the benefits of an electric vehicle for you personally? For, for me, straight away it'd be the running. You know, yeah. I, I, the running costs. You know, the price of fuel um, isn't going down. Um, it probably costs me under 150 a week, well, probably about 100 pound a week fuel. Um, where obviously electric charges will be a lot, lot less than that. Mm-hmm. Um, charge it overnight at home. I've got, a I am lucky. I've got my own driveway, so I can charge on my driveway. So I've got no concerns there either. So. Benefit can just be financially straight away.
0: And when can we see the 4D transit on the road?
1: So the e transit's out now. Mm-hmm. You can order factory orders are roughly a lead time of about four months, um, but there is stock starting to land, so yeah, you know, we've got one here today, you know, that's ready to go. So yeah, hot to trot straight away.
0: I'd like to say thank you for Tony for showing me the uh, 4D transit today. See you again next time. Thanks again. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> It was great to see Tony and chat to him about the 4D Transit, as well as having a ride and having a look round one in the flesh. Or the metal, I should say. Although the move to EV has been slower in the commercial vehicle world, there's good reason for it. To get it wrong, especially for mainstream manufacturers, when there is new competition, like Maxus, would be well, disastrous. An electric van isn't for everyone, but it could now work for an increasing number of people, especially with the development, in range and technology offer. It'll be interesting to see how the transit does, especially after the adoption from bigger courier companies and as grocery delivery companies also start to adopt too. As the transit is and has been so iconic for so long, the transition to electric will really be the benchmark for many other commercial vehicles. What do you think of the 4D transit How do you think it could be used? Could it be used in your business? Well, thanks for listening. I'm Adam from VanMonkey, and if you're looking for a vehicle sales and leasing company you can trust, get in touch with us via our website at www.vanmonkey.co.uk. You can also chat to us about the transition to electric to see whether a 4D transit or another electric vehicle would suit your needs.